0: Blessed be God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And blessed be kingdom, now and Amen. Almighty God, to you all hearts are open, all desires known, and from you no secrets are hid. Cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Gracias. you are able. The Lord be with you. you. Let us pray. O God, who before the passion of your only begotten Son revealed his glory upon the holy mountain, grant to us that we, beholding by faith the light of his countenance, may be strengthened to bear our cross and be changed into his likeness from glory to glory. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen.
1: A reading from the book of Exodus. Moses came down from Mount Sinai. As he came down from the mountain with the two tablets of the covenant in his hand, Moses did not know that the skin of his face shone because he had been talking with God. When Aaron and all the Israelites saw Moses, the skin of his face was shining, and they were afraid to come near him. But Moses called to them, and Aaron and all the leaders of the congregation returned to him, and Moses spoke with them. Afterward, all the Israelites came near. And he gave them in commandment all that the Lord had spoken with him on Mount Sinai. When Moses had finished speaking with them, he put a veil on his face. But whenever Moses went in before the Lord to speak with him, he would take the veil off until he came out. And when he came out and told the Israelites what had been commanded, the Israelites would see the face of Moses, that the skin of his face was shining. And Moses would put the veil on his face again until he went in to speak with him. The word of the Lord.
2: A reading from the second letter of Paul to the Corinthians. Since then, we have such a hope. We act with great boldness, not like Moses, who put a veil over his face to keep the people of Israel from gazing at the end of the glory that was being set aside. But their minds were hardened. Indeed, to this very day, when they hear the reading of the Old Covenant, that same veil is still there, since only in Christ is it set aside. Indeed, to this very day, whenever Moses is read, a veil lies over their minds. But when one turns to the Lord, the veil is removed. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom, And all of us, with unveiled faces, seeing the glory of the Lord as though revealed in a mirror, are being transformed into the same image from one degree of glory to another. For this comes from the Lord, the Spirit. Therefore, since it is by God's mercy that we are engaged in this ministry, we do not lose heart. We have renounced the shameful things that one hides. We refuse to practice cunning or to falsify God's word. But by the open statement of the truth, we commend ourselves to the conscience of everyone in the sight of God. The word of the Lord.
3: The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Luke. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Jesus took with him Peter and John and James and went up on the mountain to pray. And while he was praying, the appearance of his face changed and his clothes became dazzling white. Suddenly they saw two men, Moses and Elijah, talking to him. They appeared in glory and were speaking of his departure While he was saying this, a cloud came and (laughs) overshadowed them, and they were terrified as they entered the cloud. Then from the cloud came a voice that said, This is my Son, my Chosen. Listen to Him. When the voice had spoken, Jesus was found alone. And they kept silent, and in those days told no one any things they had seen. On the next day... When they had come down from the mountain, a great crowd met him. Just then a man from the crowd shouted, Teacher, I beg you to look at my son. He is my only child. Suddenly a spirit seizes him, and all at once he shrieks. It convulses him until he foams at the mouth. It mauls him and will scarcely leave him. I begged your disciples to cast it out, but they could not. Jesus answered, You faithless and perverse generation, how much longer must I be with you and bear with you? Bring your son here. While he was coming, the demon dashed him to the ground in convulsions, but Jesus rebuked the unclean spirit, healed the boy, and gave him back to his father. And all were astounded at the greatness of God. The Gospel of the Lord.
4: Praise to you, Lord.
5: May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be always acceptable in your sight, O God, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. It will always hurt to fall. It will always sting to fail. And this is a reflection about getting back up. Consider today's story with the disciples face down in the dirt. They've just ventured up the mountain with Jesus, and according to Second Peter, this was the story they held on to as the moment they understood Jesus as the Christ, as God's Son. This was the place where Jesus' divinity was revealed bright like the sun. They had just seen Moses and Elijah. The embodiment of law and prophet. They had just heard the voice of God thunder in the sky. This is my son, the beloved, in whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. And we think, oh, that's nice. Cue the swelling orchestra, the sunset photo, and the dove swooping into the arms of a smiling child while ponies dance somewhere off in the distance. But none of that happens. What really happens is the disciples hit the ground, scared out of their wits. They thought God was a terrifying power, like the all-consuming fire Moses encountered on Sinai. They had read their Micah. And yet the newly revealed Messiah shows them a completely different side of God's majesty. In Matthew's telling of the same story, Jesus comes over to them and he places a hand on their shoulder and he says, get up. Do not be afraid. Patrick Wilson writes, this is the way that God comes into the world, not simply the brilliant cloud of mystery, but also a human hand upon the shoulder. And the words, do not be afraid. Indeed, God comes to us quietly, gently, that we may draw near and not be afraid. God's glory is majestic and so far beyond our capacity to receive it that we can take just as much of God's glory as a human hand can hold. The disciples testify then to what they have seen, which is that God in Christ lays a hand on their shoulder and says, Get up and do not be afraid. And that's what I want to talk about this morning. The loving act of helping someone else, that's important. And surely there will be times in our lives when God calls us to do that. But God is God, and we are not. And in today's gospel, I don't know about you, but I'm with the disciples, face down in the dirt, scared and hurting. Falling hurts. Failure so often leads to shame, and when I fall, I'm not always sure. I will have the courage to get back up again. I wonder if it's easier to be the person who has some semblance of functionality. The hero, right, who flies home at a moment's notice, puts a hand on the shoulder and says, do not be afraid. Get up. That act is really kind, and please do that when your friend or family calls in a crisis. But in some ways, the harder task is actually rising out of our own failure, and despair, and pain. It will always hurt to fall. It will always sting to fail. And this is about getting back up. Because God loves you, and God needs you specifically and especially in a very broken world. As Ann said last night, the world is not okay right now. And God needs each and every one of us specifically and especially If you think about it from the disciples' perspective, it makes sense that Peter wanted to build some tents and camp for a time. That holy mountain was quiet and beautiful, and I can just see the vista and the clouds and the wispy, you know, trees and, you know, antelopes gazelling off into the distance. And I'm sure it was fantastic. Who wouldn't want it to stay? Because they knew what was waiting for them back down there. They knew there were people who were needing healing and there were people who were squabbling and there were stumbling blocks and then there was the cross. They knew all that. Why wouldn't they have wanted to stay on the mountain? But back on the mountain, Jesus sings a work song, not kumbaya. He has holy tasks for them and for us. Get up and do not be afraid, he says. And there's something to notice in his order of operations. Get up. And do not be afraid. You do not have to overcome your fear first. In fact, you probably can't. The first thing Jesus asks you to do is to get back up. And then slowly and painfully and through God's grace, you find something inside yourself to face your particular challenges one more time. Perhaps a shade wiser, maybe a whisker more understanding Maybe a hair more courageous. And this act of recovery from a catastrophic failure could be the defining moment of your life. Or maybe it's a daily practice, like picking up the phone to apologize after a crabby email. Author Brene Brown calls this rising strong. And if you haven't had a chance to read that book, it's incredible. She says we can choose courage or we can choose comfort, but we cannot have both, not at the same time. You cannot have both courage and comfort together. And when we do get up, when we find the courage to overcome our self-anger, when through God's grace we replace the acerbic nastiness of the critics with God's very different voice, we hear something revolutionary, which is that you are beautiful and beloved and enough, and the world needs to hear your voice but i'd like to pause here for a moment because there's also a danger david brooks asks us to be wary of religion that offers quaint platitudes warm milk toast in the face of unprecedented challenges and harsh reality the world is not okay the point today is not that you know everybody messes up and try again yay for you and ignore what's happening out there it's actually much deeper perhaps tied to the foundation of Christian ethics. God made each and every one of us individually. There's only one you. Nobody else has your unique sets of strengths and weaknesses, victories and foibles, jokes and embarrassing moments, a Rolodex, torn relationships, moments of grace. Nobody else anywhere ever has your story. And God knows that in spite of and because of God loves you passionately. We recall that beautiful prayer, Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hid. That's the Christian hope, really, Emmanuel. God with us in the mess. Jesus knows our story as real as bread and tears, religious politics and love. God knows our story, too. And through amazing grace, God loves us through it all. And here's the radical point. God expresses unconditional love through the power of the Holy Spirit to everybody else, too. The same way God feels about you and me, God feels that way about everybody else. Name your issue that you disagree with somebody on. God loves everybody just as hard. And if that is the case, then it is on us to share God's love with all creation. Because the world is hurting, and when we get off this holy mountain, and when we leave this beautiful sanctuary, people are angry and divided and evicted and terrified that they will be torn from their families. Yet God so loved the world that he sent his son Jesus to show us a way of love, which is unconditional and world-changing and powerful. Jesus proclaimed a way where the love of power withers in the light of love's power. And in today's gospel, we hear the words, listen to him. We read of a hand on the shoulder, and a voice calls us back to our particular trail. Barbara Brown Taylor says, things get scary before they get holy. Indeed, we have been given holy work to do, and nobody else can do it like you can. When God blesses us with grace within ourselves, it's a little bit easier to show that to someone else too. And as I've been thinking about that, I think there's something in that self-forgiveness that is the relationship between rising strong ourselves and being the hand of Christ on someone else's shoulder. Because when you know that struggle, you can say the most powerful words. In the face of your own guilt and shame, you can say, I get it. I've been there too. And that changes you, and it changes the person you're having a conversation with. We've all fallen short of the glory of God in unique and formative ways. So I've got a list. I bet you do. Maybe you crashed and burned in school, and junior year really was as hard as everyone said. So you can connect with a kid who's stressed about grades and college. Maybe you epically failed at work and now you can make your organization better. You can be the hand on the shoulder of a colleague and say, it gets better. You've got this. I've been there too. Maybe you said things you wish you could take away but you cannot. And still God's grace was present in that relationship when it was restored or not. You can be shaped by your past, but you need not be defined by it. Even today, you can make your family stronger and better. Maybe you know the rough scour of financial meltdown or the exhausted satisfaction of victory. Maybe you know what it took to get back up off of your own particular ground and to dust yourself off. You remember the hand on your shoulder, the sense that your work was not yet done, and you got back on your own particular path down your own particular mountain. Or maybe your face is still in the dirt, scared and ashamed, and you're not sure how you will ever face that situation or those people again. Today's gospel good news is this. It will always hurt to fall. It will always sting to fail. And yet... Jesus puts a hand on your shoulder and on mine because God loves you and God has specific work for you to do and for me too. So get up and do not be afraid. Through many dangers, toils and snares, I have already come. Tis grace hath brought me safe thus far, and grace will lead me home.
0: Standing as you are able, let us affirm our faith in the words of the Nicene Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, who all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ,
6: Standing or kneeling, let us pray for the church and for the world. Proclaim the greatness of the Lord our God, for the Lord our God is the Holy One. Placing our hope in God, offering ourselves to God, let us pray, shine in our hearts, Lord Jesus, and transform our lives. Almighty God, as we turn our gaze toward our Lenten journey, strengthen us to bear our cross and to follow faithfully in the way of your Son, Jesus. Shine in our hearts, Lord Jesus, and transform our lives. O mighty King, lover of justice, establish equity that the dignity of every human being may be preserved and respected, but also show us mercy and forgive us for our failures Shine in our hearts, Lord Jesus. Your glory outshines the brightness of the sun. The earth shakes in your presence. And yet it pleases you, O God, to reveal yourself to us through your creation. Give us hearts that love what you call good. We give you thanks for new life wherever we find it. Are there other thanksgivings? Shine in our hearts, Lord Jesus. We pray for all those in need of your liberating salvation, O God. May the glory we encounter here shine on our faces and in our lives. Strengthen us to embody the good news of your love. We pray for those who embody your good news in ministry, little saints, teachers, and volunteers. St. George's School in Milner, and the Anglican Church of the Falklands Islands. Shine in our hearts, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, free the suffering from their afflictions. Restore the broken to wholeness. Unveil the faces of those who dwell in great darkness. We pray today for Phil Cherry, Kevin Hayes, Pat Pendleton... Todd Robinson, Emma Baldwin, Aaron Carraher, Valeria Clark, Harry Dangler, Alma Green, Lula Gilliam Hopkins, Willini Huggins, Alan Johnson, Bob McPherson, Julian May, Laura Rabel, George Rhodes, Jean Sawyer, Zeno Sincere, Renee Sincere, Dennis Ullery, Catherine Massingale Walter, Lana Jordan, Don Leslie, John Thomas. Are there others who are in need of prayer? Shine in our hearts, Lord Jesus. May we be changed into the likeness of your Son, O God from glory to glory, bring us at last into that place with all your saints where we might no longer see in a mirror dimly, but see you face to face. We pray today for Jack Aiken, Gay Arnieri, Cecilia Johnson, Sonny Keith, Bryce Lewis, Maureen Mays Minnelli, Christine Appleby Martinelli, Dennis Osborne, Eleanor Smith, Barbara Hall, M.E. Costello, Bryce Ellis. Are there others who have died? Shine in our hearts, Lord Jesus.
0: Lord Jesus, hear the prayers of your people and what we have asked faithfully. Grant that we may obtain effectually to the glory of your name, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Standing or kneeling, let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. Most merciful merciful God, God. we We confess confess that we we have have sinned sinned against against you
6: in in thought, word, and and deed by by what what we we have 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 done done, and by by what what we we have have left left undone. undone. We have have not loved you with with our whole heart. We, we have, have not loved, loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly, truly sorry, and, and we, we humbly repent. For the, for the sake, sake of, of your Son, Jesus Christ, Christ. Have, mercy have mercy on us on and forgive us, us that, that we may delight in you. and walk in your, your ways. glory in your name. Amen.
0: Almighty God, have mercy on you, forgive you all your sins through our Lord Jesus Christ, strengthen you in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, Keep you in eternal life. Amen. Amen. Dear friends in Christ, may the peace of the Lord be with you.
6: And also with you. God's peace. With you. For being. Thank you. Thank you for being God's peace. with you. Thank you. Thank you for
7: Good morning, everybody. Welcome to All Saints. I have a number of items to share, and I'm going to try to go through them fairly concisely, but I want to just pause for a moment uh, to give thanks for the life of Barbara Hall, um, who passed away yesterday on Richard and Barbara's wedding anniversary. And to show you the endurance of the human spirit. Barbara and Rich's grown children kept on gently tugging on Rich's leg to say she wanted to make sure you didn't forget the anniversary. Um, They have shared uh, love and humor and have been a part of this community as well as other communities within the Episcopal Church for many years. Um, I'm sharing that this morning to say that the service will be this Friday as far as we know and we will certainly share details of that by email. Please do hold Uh, Richard and his family in your prayers this morning. It is a wonderful celebration of music this morning. I would say that one of the ushers asked me if it was appropriate to dance down the aisle. As they brought people in, I said absolutely. Um, We do give thanks for the Theodicy Jazz Collective, for their exquisite musicianship. Um, There was a wonderful concert here uh, last night. I will enjoy a wonderful forum between these two services where you can explore more and hear more about the intersection of the life of our city and music. So I do encourage you if you are able to stay to be part of that forum Uh, and I encourage you to dance just a little bit as you feel appropriate in the pews. Um, Also, uh, there is that great mystery called the life of a teenager that which we're exploring as a parish. It is the second of a month-long class called Parenting with God, the Spiritual Child. You'll find that class on the third floor of the parish house, the the main building people are going into if you're here for the first time across the courtyard. We'll also have on that same third floor in the Shaffer Room the final session of our worship uh, series, our worship learning sessions. Please do let us know what you think of our liturgical life, the way that we worship and the language we use particularly. That's something we're... Uh, wanting to hear about at this current time. Easter, if you can believe it, is not far away because Ash Wednesday is around the corner. And I've been asked to share the Easter flower donations begin today. And and also to communicate that the flowers that we so enjoy and are blessed by on Easter Day are all uh, gifted as donations. And so if you would like to offer a donation in honor or memory of somebody this Easter Day, please do. Uh, follow the link in the bulletin, you can make a donation online, but there 'll also be a flower guild table in the arcade, which you 'll see just here as you walk out out of the church you 'll see somebody there who can offer uh, you to the details, give you those details, and, and you can offer them your details if you wish to make an Easter flower donation. I know that some of you are wondering what 's happening to our parking because there 's a building being built across the street. Beginning next Sunday, we have 50 parking spaces available in the Bank of America building, which is across the street this way. Uh, you can access our spaces. There are 50 spaces there available to you free of charge. And it's the entrance on North Avenue uh, directly across the street from the Grill Village Restaurant. So it's just up here. You'll going to uh, see All Saints from that entrance. So 50 spots there. We do not currently contract with the varsity. And so if you park there, God bless you. <laughs> but I'm not sure we can help you. That may happen in the future, but currently we are not contracted with them. Uh, so, uh, but there will be parking spaces available across the street at the Bank of America building. Lots happening for Lent. I don't want to detail it all here. You can find it in your bulletins. Just to say this Tuesday there is a pancake supper at 5, followed by a burning of the palms and the bearing of the hallelujahs at 6. On Ash Wednesday, there are a number of services, 7.30, 12.05, 5 o'clock all ages service and 7.30 p.m., as well as Ashes to Go, our second year of doing that, both in the morning and in the evening. A lot more going on. If you are here for the first time and that sounds like there's just plenty happening in this parish and how may there be a way for you to come to be part of it, then please do make yourself known because we'd love for you to be a part of our life together. And if you're here for the first time in an Episcopal church, everybody is welcome to receive communion. You're uh, also welcome to receive a blessing by placing your hands across your chest. All are welcome at God's table. Walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself an offering and sacrifice for the whole world.
8: Oppressed so hard. Down Moses way down to Egypt and tell all Pharaoh to let my people go their journey. Let my people go 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 to let my people go let my people go people go.
0: Right, and a good and joyful thing always and everywhere to give thanks to you, God Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, through Jesus Christ our Lord, who on the first day of the week overcame death and the grave, and by his glorious resurrection opened to us the way of everlasting life. Therefore, we praise you, joining our voices with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, who forever sing this hymn. To proclaim the glory of your name to us in creation, in the calling of Israel to be your people, in your word spoken through the prophets, and above all, in your word made flesh, Jesus, your Son. For in these last days, you sent him to be incarnate from the Virgin Mary, to be the Savior and Redeemer of the world. In him, you have delivered us from evil and made us worthy to stand before you. In him, you have brought us out of error into truth out of sin into righteousness, out of death into life. On the night before he died for us, our Lord Jesus Christ took bread, and when he had given thanks to you, he broke it, gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. After supper, he took the cup of wine, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them and said, Drink this all of you, for this is the blood of the new covenant which is shed for you and for all for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you drink this, do this in remembrance of me. Therefore, according to his command, O Father, we We remember remember his his death, death,
4: we we proclaim proclaim his his resurrection, resurrection, we await
0: his coming in glory, and we offer our sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving to you, O Lord of all presenting to you from your creation this bread and this wine. We pray, you gracious God, to send your Holy Spirit upon these gifts, that they may be the sacrament of the body of Christ and his blood of the new covenant. Unite us to your Son in his sacrifice, that we may be acceptable through him, being sanctified by the Holy Spirit. In the fullness of time, put all things in subjection under your Christ and bring us to that heavenly country where with all your saints we may enter the everlasting heritage of your sons and daughters through Jesus Christ our Lord, the firstborn of all creation, the head of the church, and the author of our salvation. By him and with him and in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory is yours, Almighty Father, now and forever. Amen. Hallelujah. Christ our Passover is sacrificed for us.
4: Therefore, let us keep the peace. Hallelujah.
0: The gifts of God for us, the people of God. (coughs) Whoever you are, wherever you are on your journey, you are welcome at this God's table.
8: On this day, Sometimes If you can.
0: stand as you are able. Let us pray. Eternal God, Heavenly Father, you have graciously accepted us as living members of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, and you have fed us with spiritual food and the sacraments of his body in peace. Send us now into the world in peace and grant us strength and courage to love and serve you with gladness and singleness of heart. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Dear friends, go forth into the world in peace. Be of good courage. Hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted. Support the weak. Help the afflicted. Honor everyone. Love and serve the Lord, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. And may the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be among you and remain with you now and forever. Amen. Amen.
8: I'm home.
3: go forth in the name of Christ. Thanks to God.